guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Clock. My name is Brittany and I am your host today. So I do want to first off apologize about the podcast and my non-timeliness. I have been in quite a depressive episode and haven't really felt like doing anything other than stay on my phone or go to the gym or sleep. So anytime I have energy, I try to devote it to something that I actually want to do and that is productive. And so this kind of unfortunately got pushed to the side. Um, But today's episode will be on narcissistic personality disorder. Um, I do have two articles that go with this as well as we're going to be going over what is narcissistic personality disorder, the four pillars of this disorder, how it's diagnosed and developed, and then the two articles. I did not listen to the podcast on narcissistic personality disorder by speaking of psychology which is a American Psychological Association podcast, which is quite reliable. And I also used and cited my sources at the end of the script, which I'll attach in the link below. It won't be word for word, but it has the information that I will be using. So with further ado, let's get on to it. Alright, so what is Narcissistic Personality Disorder? It's a pattern of grandiose ideas, need for admiration, a lack of empathy, and entitled self-importance. So an individual will view their self as more special than others or more important than others. An individual will also prioritize their needs over anyone else's. So then we'll move into the four pillars of narcissistic personality disorder. So the first one I'm going to be talking about is agenic. This is also known as narcissistic admiration. This consists of grandiose ideas, striving for uniqueness, and behaviors that provide social admiration and boost their ego. The second one is antagonistic. This is also known as narcissistic rivalry. So an individual will see others as untrustworthy. That individual will be less communal. They'll have malicious envy. They'll be self-protective, dominant or dominant behavior, arrogant gestures, and they'll have a less warm voice. And this pillar we see that tendency to exploit and degrade others for one's gain um now the third one is communal this is where an individual seeks admiration from others and will change how they interact to get what they want a little similar to um the first one or the second one antagonistic Um, But the difference is how they interact with people. It's more of the social aspect of narcissistic personality disorder. Um, In this little pillar too, we will also see charm and self-confidence be mentioned as well. Then finally, the fourth pillar will be neurotic. 
This is also this is also known as vulnerable narciss narcissism. One will be anxious. They'll like with con contacting with people. They'll shun or not really reach out. They'll be hypersensitive and then also hostile if not put on a pedestal. This stems from the individual's ability or perceived ability to be average or below average, leading them to compare themselves to be superior or inferior um, in their head. Not, I mean, I guess it depends on what lens you look at somebody, but there's always going to be people lower than you and always going to be people higher than you. But we are going to move on to how is it diagnosed and developed. Okay, so how is it diagnosed and or developed? So it is hard with personality disorders because there is no medication. Therapy is typically challenging due to the mood swings or perceived perceptions of an individual as oneself or perception of others. So the main thing that researchers have been able to pinpoint is developmental experiences. This can look like either too much criticism or too much praise. And too much praise can lead to grandiose ideas. Um, being rejected as a child, a fragile childhood ego. Um, there's also a high likelihood of someone with narcissistic personality disorder to have a prior diagnosis or a diagnosis of another disorder before narcissistic personality disorder. Um, sorry about that. Um, there's a high comorbidity rate with substance use disorders and other disorders such as antisocial personality borderline personality, histronic personality, and schizotypal personality disorders. So what that means is basically there's a high likelihood, and due to research, obviously, researchers have been able to find that most people with narcissistic personality disorders have a prior diagnosis of substance abuse, or any of the other um, personality disorders that I mentioned. Researchers also have found that antisocial personality disorder with narcissistic personality disorder is said to have the most negative impact on an individual with narcissistic personality disorder, which I thought was interesting, but I can see how the back and forth could be really challenging because we all know. I got diagnosed with bipolar earlier this year, so. Um, narcissistic personality disorder is a cluster B disorder, meaning that they are emotional and unpredictable, usually struggle with the ability to cope or regulate emotional responses, and they have a reduced tolerance to distress. So there are two types of narcissistic personality disorder. There's grandiose narcissistic personality disorder and vulnerable narcissistic personality disorder. Grandiose tends to look like an, 
an overt or an excess of energy, grandiosity, so lots of crazy or out-of-the-box thinking, um, usually paired with presence of aggression or boldness, hostility even, um, whereas vulnerable pers narcissistic personality disorder tends to look like hypersensitivity and defensiveness, which can lead to the disorder being um, misdiagnosed to something like anxiety or um, major depressive disorder. So there's one little caveat. Um, in the U.S., about 6.2 of Americans will have narcissistic personality. Um, within the study that was I looked at, um, that equated to 7.7% being men, 4.8% being women. They found the most common populations to have narcissistic personality were black men and women, plus Hispanic women as well. And then now, according to the DSM-5, you are going to have to have five out of the following to be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. So, there is going to be um, a belief that they are special and can only be understood or should only associate with other special people. Usually requires excessive re admiration, admiration <laughs> and sense of entitlement. Um, this can also look like an unreasonable expectation of favorable treatment or compliance with their expectations. Shows arrogance or superior behavior or attitudes. Exp exploitative, I can't pronounce that word, and take advantage of others to achieve their goals. Lacks empathy and unwilling to identify with the needs of others, often envious or believes others are envious of them. There is a grandiose self-importance, so one would tend to exaggerate their experience or achievements, expects to be recognized as superior without even completing any achievements. Um, they're usually preoccupied with fantasies of success, power, brilliance, beauty, something like perfect love. Um, one thing that I found interesting as well is that this disorder has the highest rate of lethal death by suicide compared to other personality disorders. At least that was their hypothesis. Um... And so a lethal death is just a death that is more violent, causing more harm or damage to oneself. Um, narcissistic personality can also lead, with a substance use disorder, can lead to more hostility and aggression, which makes um, therapy even more challenging. Um, but I'm about to go into the first article, which looks into why... Narcissistic personality have more lethal deaths um, than any other personality disorder. Alright, so again, the second article looked into why narcissistic personality disorder have more lethal deaths 
It's hypothesized due to their lower scores of personal psychopathy and narcissistic personality disorder. Um, they have the lower levels of impulsivity and higher levels of self-control and perfectionism could lead to higher suicide slash lethality of the suicide. So the study participants, there was about 63% female, 37% about were male, and then out of that population, 41.13% were employed. Looking at um, race and the other demographics, about 38, 38, 38 was the median age, so the average age of the participants, about 80.45 were white, 11.98 were Hispanic, 22.66% had bipolar, 24.96 had personality, uh, borderline personality disorder, and 16.09% had PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. Let me tell you, this is a tongue twister for me. Um, so I saw one of the tables and it looked at clinical and demographic of patients with and without a suicide attempt. Um, so when I looked at the results here, about 8% had narcissistic personality disorder, which was about 28% or 28 participants, while 9179 percent or 313 participants did not have um narcissistic personality disorder um then we're moving on to bipolar about 19.94 or 68 participants have bipolar with or without a suicide attempt um Borderline personality disorder has 11.44% or 39 participants. PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder had 13.78% or 47 participants. Um, and then I saw there was employed child abuse and substance abuse. So about 43 point two zero percent or 146 participants um had attempted a suicide attempt whether it worked or not sorry about that not worked or not um just with or without a suicide attempt uh child abuse 29.74% or 91 of the participants. Then those diagnosed with the substance abuse, substance abuse was about 28.45 or 97 of the participants. Alright, so again, the second article looked into why narcissistic personality disorder have more lethal deaths. It's hypothesized due to their lower scores of personal psychopathy and narcissistic personality disorder. Um, they have the lower levels of impulsivity and higher levels of self-control and perfectionism could lead to higher suicide slash lethality of the suicide. 
So the study participants, there was about 63% female, 37% about were male, and then out of that population, 41.13% were employed. Looking at um, race and the other demographics, about 38, 38, 38 was the median age, so the average age of the participants, about 80.45 were white, 11.98 were Hispanic, 22.66% had bipolar, 24.96 had personality, uh, borderline personality disorder, and 16.09% had PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder. Let me tell you, this is a tongue twister for me. Um, so I saw one of the tables and it looked at clinical and demographic of patients with and without a suicide attempt. Um, so when I looked at the results here, about 8% had narcissistic personality disorder, which was about 28% or 28 participants, while 9179 or 313 participants did not have um, narcissistic personality disorder. Um, then we're moving on to bipolar, about 19.94 or 68 participants have bipolar with or without a suicide attempt. Um, Borderline personality disorder has 11.44% or 39 participants. PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder had 13.78% or 47 participants. Um, and then I saw there was employed child abuse and substance abuse. So about 43 Point two zero percent or 146 participants um, had attempted a suicide attempt, whether it worked or not. Sorry about that. Not worked or not. Um, just with or without a suicide attempt. Uh, child abuse, 29.74% or 91% of the participants. Then those diagnosed with the substance abuse, substance abuse was about 28.45 or 97 of the participants. So article, this other article took a look at participants with bipolar comorbidity and obsessive compulsion disorder or OCD and personality disorders. So 21 patients with OCD met the criteria for a lifelong a lifetime diagnosis of BP or my goodness bipolar disorder. So four of them had type 1 and type 2 had about 17. I know that doesn't add up, but that's what the article said. So I'm rolling with it. So it also found that males without a bipolar diagnosis had a higher rate 
of sexual behavior and hoarding obsessions, repeating compulsions, lifetime and comorbid substance use disorders compared to those with bipolar and OCD pairing or comorbidity. So it also found 42.9% with bipolar and OCD comorbidity had higher rates of cluster A disorders where 57.17 with the bipolar OCD pairing had higher rates of cluster B disorders. So again, cluster B are things like narcissistic personality, borderline personality, antisocial disorder. Um, These researchers again found that narcissistic personality with antisocial personality disorder um, was more common than those with bipolar and an OCD diagnosis. Um, there's also higher rates of narcissistic personality. Um, and as I said before, with antisocial, it can lead to more de- lethal deaths. But this is going to be all for today, guys. I hope you guys have a great day. Um, if there's anything you guys think I should do better, any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to leave them in the little comment box. I'll leave that attached to this here. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. Take care of yourselves. Remember to take your meds, um, have some water, just do things to take care of yourself on this fine Sunday afternoon. I am currently at work probably by the time y'all listen to this, um, I hope you have a great day.